Fabulous Fundraisers, I'm Dawn Lego. It's time to buckle up for a new episode of Raise Nation Radio, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows, and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot-button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. Well, hello, Raise Nation Radio. Welcome back. Um, we're so glad that you're here with us again. This is our 92nd episode of Raise Nation Radio. I'm so excited. We're approaching that 100 milestone episode mark. And thank you so much for being a fan and a friend and making the show so popular. If you're new with us, Thank you for joining. You're going to want to stay tuned. I have two of my colleagues with us today. Um, Raise Nation Radio streams on 10 podcast channels. So hopefully we're on your favorite. And we are also on demand at onecause.com. We broadcast live from the Raise Broadcast Studio, from our annual Raise Conference. We're everywhere. And hopefully you'll enjoy um, many of our episodes, including this one. And this is very special. It's always very special when I have my colleagues join us on the show. So you hear other voices other than mine. I know you get tired of me. But today is a, um, a special conversation. We're going to talk about Juneteenth. June is such a busy month, um, especially for One Cause and our culture and our DEIB committee, because we have pride. We have Juneteenth. Last week, we had Nate Cox on episode 91, and we talked all about pride and the Indie Pride Parade, which was a huge success. We're going to shift gears and talk about a really important topic, Juneteenth, what it means. For some of us, it's a day off, but you know what? It's so much more than that, so much more. And two of my colleagues are joining me to help change perspectives, perhaps, or to just listen to some different perspectives. So let's get going. Super pleased to welcome two of my colleagues, Crystal Hall who is a planning strategy, planning and strategy manager here at One Cause, and Tracy Clark, who is a virtual and in-person event manager. So in the field with all of you every day, and they just are going to share some special um, perspectives. So Tracy, Crystal, welcome to Raise Nation Radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. How are you both today? Good Doing well. <laughs> thank you for having us. In chorus. Yes, thank you. And you both said the exact same thing at the exact same time. That That is um, kindred spirit going on right there. Um, you know, let's start at the very beginning because our audience would love to get to know both of you um, better than my just announcing your name and title. But we should hear it from you. So why don't you just share whatever you'd like to maybe specifically about what you do here about one, at One Cause and whatever you'd like to share personally. Crystal, can we start with you? Sure. Um, I'm Crystal. I'm planning and strategy manager here at One Cause. I've been with the company for a little over three years. Uh, moved to Indiana from Atlanta about the same time that I started with One Cause. Why don't we jump over to you, um, Tracy, and hear a little bit more about you and what you do for One Cause and why you're here today. I am. So Tracy Clark, you said my name, Dawn, but I'll repeat it again just mm -hmm. so. 
we get that part out of the way. I am a virtual and in-person um, event manager uh, for the One Cause uh, mo current mobile bidding systems and the platform um, software that we help employ to help uh, not-for-profits raise money. So I'm all over this great nation um, helping not-for-profits raise money every weekend. Spring season coming to a, a, a pause. And so we're all grateful for that. Um, a little bit more time with our families. Um, and additionally, uh, my husband just retired from 30 years of active service and we're returning back to Indiana. So we're moving from Fort Knox where they, they do hide the gold. Um, to Indiana. And um, when I lived here previously, I started with the NAACP down in Columbus, Indiana. And so I'm now the vice, first vice president for that branch. Um, so I have a lot of impact in um, planning in our Juneteenth down there, our Juneteenth Jubilee um, in Columbus. Our, our theme this year is a celebration of education. And that's why I, I, wanted, I wanted to jump on today to talk about the education or what Juneteenth means. I think there's some interesting ideas out there that mm -hmm. it's only for, I heard Crystal say, um, you know, Black Americans, but it's not just a Black holiday. It's a day for everybody to celebrate emancipation and freedom. Um, if there's ever a holiday that could unify everybody, it's probably Juneteenth because it's the day we were all free. And so it's important. I love it. And um, I'm just, let's dive in. What else you want to know? Yeah, no, let's dive in because to some, and it's okay. So wherever you are in your journey, we want right. you to know that it is okay, but you might choose a different path and a different journey. Maybe hopefully after hearing today's podcast, um, let's dive in. Let's define it. What, what is Juneteenth? I learned some things just prepping for this show, um, a little bit outraged at, at the story and how Juneteenth came, but who wants to take that? Who wants to define what Juneteenth really is? Because it's not a day off. I mean, it is, but it's not, right? <laughs> I t I'll take it. Um, so Juneteenth came about um, as the last enslaved people in Galveston, Texas, were notified of their freedom. Um, the Emancipation, surprisingly to most Americans, the Emancipation Proclamation is signed in 1863. It takes By to, Abraham Lincoln, right? By Abraham Lincoln. It takes right. to June 19th, um, 1865, for uh, Major General general Gordon Granger to ride into Galveston, blow his horn and deliver this news to these 250 to 280,000 still enslaved people. Hey, by the way, you're free. Like, and they're like, wait, for the past two and a half years, for the past two and a half years. Yeah. Right? Oh my God. And so, um, they celebrate this, you know, of course it's a joyous and momentous occasion. Um, but they go to church they um, have a picnic. They celebrate with all these different um, things. It's like games and just talking, telling stories. There's this eating of red foods to celebrate their joy, but also tie them to the um, ancestors that they've lost in the fight of becoming free. It's a day of jubilee. It's actually a day of joy in celebrating freedom. So all over this nation, we celebrate 4th of July. I, I like to look at this as and this is my opinion, another 4th of July. It's an emancipation. It's a freedom. But at this point, everybody 
is free. And I think that's the the biggest uh, Mm, takeaway. mm -hmm. Celebrating Juneteenth is celebrating the freedom of all. So that's that's agree with that, Tracy. And I think for me, my um, understanding or the um, acknowledgement of the significance of the date has kind of evolved um, initially. And so Tracy, you seem like you've known about Juneteenth and really have studied the uh, history. But for me, I my first experience um, was in college. We there wasn't a, okay. a date that we celebrated in, in my family or a date that I even knew about until I got to college. And even in, in at that time, it was just more of a um, a learning that this was a date that this historical mm-hmm. event happened. But it wasn't in the context like we should celebrate this, right? Like it wasn't a holiday or anything until I got um, um, until much later into adulthood. Um, And as I learned it more, initially, there was just kind of this battle in my head. And I first um, learned that there was just, there was a, um, not a division per se, but we questioned celebrating July 4th, Independence Day Mm -hmm. as Black Americans, because were we we really independent? And when did that, when did that independence come about? And so the more that I learned about what Juneteenth was, I one wholeheartedly agree that it is it's a day, a pivotal day for Americans in general, that it was a day that that although we had abolished slavery, that it was an enforcement of that evolution by the American people. Um, and so, yes, I mean, slavery is kind of a it's a horrible institution. It's, it's a horrible um, part of American history. And the fact that this was a day that there there was some movement made to truly abolish that institution is a celebration that all Americans should have. Um, that's that was what I, my takeaway from really just learning about um, the significance of the day. What, what's also significant to me is that. I don't want to ask age or when you were in college, Crystal, but it's really only since 2021 that we as Americans are really celebrating Juneteenth as a unity, right? I I mean, I know, Tracy, you're going to keep me honest here with the history, (laughs) but it really is. I mean, it's 2023. That was only two years ago that we're really making this a uh, uh, countrywide celebration. So that took a long time, too. Right. I think, Don, that that is probably another, um, I don't want to say misconception, but... Juneteenth has been celebrated for, as a matter of fact, that same group of free slaves every year went back to Galveston to celebrate Juneteenth. They try a lot of them moved off to Oklahoma and Arkansas and all these different places that had these free slave establishments. But they came back to Juneteenth or or to Galveston every year to celebrate this this historic moment. Mm -hmm. So I think within the African-American community, we we were kind of dumbstruck by all the um, outrage of celebrating Juneteenth. And we like, we, we've been celebrating this. Like, what are y'all talking about? Like, it's not, it's not something that you need to feel um, excluded from. We, you know, here's the path to inclusive inclusivity and here's the path to celebrating Juneteenth. Um, And there have been states and statewide celebrations 
community celebrations, town celebrations throughout this nation for hundreds of years. Juneteenth has always been celebrated. It became a federal holiday. Right. That's what um, I think I was referring to. In 2020. Right. And then thereby, you know, we, we now actually um, get that day off. June 19th is now a, an official day that you can be awarded off depending on, you know, what state you're in. Before that, there were many states that had that law in the book and observed June 19th as Juneteenth. Got it. Okay. As a state holiday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for um, keeping me honest there. Um, (laughs) But uh, that was what I was referring to. I don't know. 2021 seems a lot of late for the U.S. Congress to take action when this occurred in 1863, originally with Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln. Um, issuing the Emancipation Proclamation. And then in 1865, when it became a little bit more public, 2021, Mike, like what happened all in between all of those years, you know, for it to become a federal holiday. But here we are today, so we can look forward. What does it mean to you to know that we're a little bit more inclusive and we're celebrating together. It is recognized as a federal holiday. Education is coming out in the way of this podcast and, and so many other, you know, online and social media. What does all that mean for, for you? Whoever wants to go first there. I'd love to go it. first. Go ahead, Crystal. <laughs> um, for me personally, I, I think it's right on time. You, you said it, it took a long time to be recognized as a federal holiday. You see, I had a different experience. I didn't, I wasn't aware. We didn't celebrate this holiday again until much later until adulthood. And so, um, you know, for me, I, I feel like we're facing a time where our history is being challenged. That's trying to be um, omitted. And so for it to become a federal holiday for me is more of a, a finite acknowledgement of the date um, that it's official and that I can share now and celebrate with my my child, with my nieces and nephews, um, and so that they can continue to learn about um, the significance of the date. Again, I, I mentioned the suppression of our history that that the, you know, becoming a federal holiday in 2021 was right on time because we're just faced right now with a time where where our history is trying to be suppressed. Um, and so now that it's a federal holiday and that celebrations can um, take place and those conversations can continue to be had. Um, in terms of the it, a more inclusive environment, it's just not until late where I, I recognize it as a Black American holiday. And as, as of late, as I mentioned before, I'm really um, getting a greater understanding that this really is just a, an American holiday. That, American holiday. Yep. Yeah, that the it's an, an like Tracy said, it is as much of an American, if not more so of American mm-hmm. Independence Day than July 4th. And so now that we're talking about it, um, now that we have podcasts like this, now that it's being recognized nationally, um, it's just such a great opportunity for all Americans to to acknowledge and to learn um, and to celebrate that independence. And so for me personally, I'm, I'm getting more involved in Juneteenth activities and being intentional about trying to diversify those um, events and those, um, you know, conversations surrounding the holiday. And isn't it nice that uh, the next generation, you know, you're 
children, your nieces, your nephews don't have to wait to adulthood to, to be aware, to celebrate and to, um, I mean, it's nice that we have that, have that change. I mean, I don't really know when I became aware and I'm still learning. So, you know, I have so many years before me that I, I could have done something more better had I known and had I been educated. So it's nice that the future generations are learning about their culture and their independence and opportunities to celebrate, you know, right from, right from birth. Um, But let's turn to you, Tracy, you know, what, what does this all mean for you? Is the timing good for you as to how history played out? Let's comment on that. I think I agree with Crystal. I think, um, it's taken a long time, but it's it's in time. Okay. And so um, what's important for me is I think in my my parents did a much better job of instilling um, black history and things that were important to our culture in me than I did with my kids and getting involved with organizations like NAACP and seeing this resurgence of Juneteenth celebrations really coming in the public eyes, an opportunity to take my now grown kids and grandkids and say, let's talk about some things. Let's talk about some things that you may be uncomfortable hearing, but are necessary for the healing process to begin. This idea that we can push something down and ignore it and pretend like it doesn't exist is it's crazy to me because if you don't put the Band-Aid on it, but take the Band-Aid off to get that air, the wound never heals. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, establishing Juneteenth as a federal holiday for me meant that it, it opened the door to a conversation. Mm. Um, how you choose to open that door is up to you. I'm not interested in anybody feeling bad or guilty about the sins um, that America has committed. Her correction of uh, the the stain of slavery is celebrating Juneteenth. That's that's like a big step in saying we did something wrong. It was horrendous, but we this is our first step. We can celebrate that we ended it because you you know this system institutionalized it and this system um, uh, eradicated it, which also means that I think we can feel empowered as Americans today to eradicate other systemic racism in America. This is this is the proof. This is the proof that if we band together, that we can come together and erase some things that should not exist anymore in 2023. It is difficult for me as a Black woman to hear in 2023, much like Crystal say, somebody is trying to pretend like slavery didn't happen. It did. It's the reason why I'm sitting here talking to you today. My ancestors were brought here. It's a truth. And so if we could just acknowledge that, there's so much more beautiful things in the journey that occur after that. And when we get to the final line um, and we're able to really celebrate ending it all, why is that not the goal? Why, you know, why is that not the goal? So for me, these celebrations mean educating our communities, especially when we live in communities that don't look like us. Columbus, Indiana is, is not, it's, it's about, 20%, 20%, there's it's 20% minority, 80% um, white. They they hold a huge celebration every year. Every Good year. for them. Let's applaud them. You know, and so, yeah. 
So Great. it's Good like, for them. You and you're know, involved with that, aren't you? You're involved am, with that. I am. Yeah. But they they've been doing it long before me. I just recently, you know, got on board. This was something that they established that they wanted to do as a community a long time ago. Um, I think there has always been a feeling. And I'll, I'll go. I'll keep going back to this. Education erases the 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 thought process that it's only for Black people. It's not. It's for every single American. Well, I think this is a good place to pause and thank all of our nonprofit organizations out there that have missions that are trying to create systemic change and and educate and mindset. So to our audience that's listening, so many missions are great and wonderful. But as we're approaching Juneteenth, for those of you that are supporting Black history and um, being honest about history and um, helping the world um, have the right perspective, the factual perspective, and for all of you that are that are in that space. Thank you. We applaud you. We need you. You're helping build those better tomorrows. And we just should pause and and really um, acknowledge that because we do have so many wonderful missions that are behind the end goal that you're talking about, um, Tracy. Um, I'd love to segue a little bit to One Cause Culture. you know, we we have a culture committee. We have a DEIB committee. For those who don't know what the B is, it's uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. That's what the B stands for. I know both of you, Crystal. You're you're on one of our committees. Is that right? Is it the DEIB? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, well, thank you for your service there too. Um, what? Because it's all volunteer. I'd like to point that out. Um, what does our culture mean for you? How? Do you feel supported? What does this podcast mean? Like, tell us a little bit about One Cause and how we're doing the right steps to celebrating Juneteenth. Help us look at that perspective within the One Cause Nation bubble. Like when to take that, Tracy? <laughs> no, ma'am. <laughs> you want to go? I could, I could start. It's so much more than Juneteenth for me. Um, yeah. You know, again, I've been with One Cause for three years, and if I can be candid, they genuinely um, there is a put their money where their mouth is without without um, for lack of a better word. When um, I first started with One Cause, and there was the um, George Floyd, and the um, just the, the the climate was stressful. I appreciated that Steve Johns came on and acknowledged that climate, that he acknowledged that Black Lives Mattered, and that he acknowledged that they would be making some strides. Um, because at the time, there wasn't a, um, a set DEIB um, um, council. And, and that actually, that happened. Um, you know, people say things sometimes and you don't see any action behind it. And so that's why it was important for me to get involved because, um, um, because the company decided it was important and actually moved forward to make some strides towards that. Um, I feel like the, um, um, there was a, a company meeting that we had where Steve Johns did recognize the importance of diversity within the company. And um, this was, I had been maybe with the company for maybe six months to a year. It was a Zoom call, and there was another associate that said on the call, 
that all sounds great. Um, but all I see are a sea of just white faces across the board because it was a company meeting and all the faces were on the screen. And um, it was after that. First of all, I was just taken aback at that that was acknowledged. And then it was after that that you saw just the real movement for the DEIB um, committee. So I can't say enough about One Cause and, and its culture. And um, there is a real sense of um, um, a genuine caring and a genuine um, desire. And there are no entities or organizations that are perfect. We're human. But I feel like when you're intentional about things and, and if you are leading with a, a genuine mind and heart, that change and um, we'll find tangible effects. And I've, I've seen that with one cause and just being involved. Um, so again, far greater than Juneteenth. I appreciate that we're having this conversation, but just in general, um, like I said, I can't say enough. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you there. Um, as I mentioned, Nate Cox was on last week. We were talking about pride and the Indie Pride Parade and um, some things that we're doing this month, you know, to to support pride. And we had the same conversation. It is not one day a year, one month a year, one week a year. Same, you know, I'm pretty passionate about um, respect and acceptance for the autism community. And we have World Autism Day on April 2nd and Autism um, Acceptance Month for the month of April, but it's not one month. It's not one day. It needs to be our lifestyle 365 days. And we need to move towards inclusion and, and improvement every day, you know, all day. And it's so nice that you talk about Steve, you know, the way that you do for those that don't know, Steve Johns is our CEO here at One Cause. He does leave with a very empathetic heart. Um, that's evident in his book, Fearless, um, as well. And he has a, a chapter dedicated exactly to what you're talking about, um, Crystal, and just his leadership there and his commitment. So, um, so nice to hear you recognize that. As an OGer, I call myself an OGer. I was back in the you know early days of this company. And um, when you were talking, Crystal, um, I, I actually got a little emotional inside to, to know that we've evolved, not just as a software company and as an innovator, but as a culture of people that genuinely cares about its people and the larger community. And it's just, it's a proud moment to hear someone a little bit newer than me talk in terms of that. I'm like, wow, we're getting a couple things right. So thank you, you know, for calling that out. But Tracy, I want to give you the opportunity to talk to as well about our culture and what it all means for you. Yes. Um, thank you. Uh, thank you, Crystal. That that word intentional, I think, is what means the most to me. It's it's you know, the intentional moves and in, in energy that has been put behind diversity, inclusion and equity in our company. I don't I don't feel um, <clears throat> like I'm the only face in the room, even when I'm sometimes the only face in the room. I belong to one cause, which means I come from an army of faces <laughs> um, and it's it's empowering. You know, the, the intentional nature in which this company has decided to move. I've been with One Cause since 2018. Um, so I've, I've seen it, you know, just recognizing. And, and it's not just about, you know, DEI. It's not just about um, 
African-American issues or Black issues. It's about all of the issues and making everyone feel included and welcome at the table. There, there is a slice of pie for everybody. I guarantee it. If 1% has everything and 99% are doing a great job of sharing it, that means there's room. That means there's room. And um, the intentional nature in which one cause moves, it's always been um, respected and honored. When I saw the paragraph on Pride or the thing at the beginning of the month in the weekly wrap up, I immediately called Layla. I said, oh, are we going to do something for Juneteenth? I could write up a quick paragraph. Somehow that got roped into this podcast, which be aware if you make a suggestion, oh yeah, better be a part of that solution. Race nation, rich. Yep, that's also we're coming a part after of you. Nature, <laughs> a part of yep. our culture, be a part of that solution. But I love it. I love working here. Um, I've had, you know, this is like my the gig I I keep. I, I may have a full time job, but I'm not. They're like, you're just going to still work that part time job. I'm like, I am. It energizes me. It fuels me. It it propels me forward. So I love the culture here. I do. Oh, both of you. I mean, I'm just getting emotional. I'm I'm so inspired listening to both of you and I'm learning. I'm actually changing my perspective a little bit. So thank you. I'm very grateful for that because getting it right is so important. Um, So so what can we do? How do we get involved if we want to celebrate more, if we want to have this camaraderie of what this means and why we should celebrate and rejoice and how can we any ideas about how we can get involved be involved do more i I want to just take the day off on on you know june 19th i want to i want to be present and be intentional so can you ladies tell me how to do that or our audience how to do that well, I think um, if you check out your some whatever how are you your community information, there may be a Juneteenth celebration in your area. If you are in the greater Indianapolis um, area, you guys have an awesome, awesome um, Juneteenth celebration um, that will be occurring this weekend. And if you, I believe, if you Google Juneteenth Indianapolis. It, mm. it pops right up. It's its own website, gives you a schedule of all the things that is going to be going on that day here in um, Indianapolis. If you care to travel a little further south and hang out with your girl, Tracy Clark, um, <laughs> we'll be in Columbus, Indiana this Saturday as well. Um, from 11 to 7 p.m., we have an opening and closing and some great fun things. We also have a uh, one drop art exhibit. We have a kid zone, hell zone. Uh, Uh, We have a reenactment of the story of Juneteenth, but I I would honestly say start with where you get your community information from. United Way is probably going to know something. 211 might know something. If you have like a community center, um, they may know what Juneteenth celebrations may be occurring in your general area. How about you, Crystal? What are you doing on Monday? (laughs) Um, well, first, I second that, Tracy. We It's a Google away. So wherever you live, yeah. all you need to do is just Google Juneteenth celebrations um, and you'll find something um, in your area. I personally am supporting um, a Juneteenth celebration that is being put on by the the Fishers High School um, Future Black Leaders. They've mm. put together for the past four years. Um, they call it a Juneteenth Jubilee. And so it's um, just a celebration. They've got food vendors, um, lots of things for the kids, um, just a, a way to create community and get together. So that's what 
myself and my family will be doing on Monday. But if you do not go out, if you do not find that event, if you don't have um, the opportunity to do that for this year, I would say look at it as an opportunity to have conversations if you, with your children, um, with your family, um, with your neighbor. Um, I, I, I think I'm going to get intentional written on a T-shirt because that's just my mantra this year. Um, things don't change if you do not um, go about changing them. <laughs> and so this is just a, a day that you can um, change your mind a little bit. Read. Um, again, have that conversation with the cashier or your neighbor. Um, so if you're not out celebrating, at least at minimum, um, use it as a time to um, educate yourself. Well, both of you are spot on because, again, prepping for this show today, I I did some research on how to honor the day. And the, the two of you just hit on all cylinders, <laughs> right? I mean, educate yourself. You are you are a Google away. Read books. Strike up conversations. Um, you know, just um, reflect. Um, and um, there's there are events if you go out. Um, we talked about some of them. A, a quick Google search will let you know what events are in your area. It's also a nice opportunity maybe to support um, black rest, you know, black owned restaurants and businesses and just be, you know, intentional about that as well. So there's plenty of books. Um, so and, and just to learn about, um, you know, these important issues and the true history of, you know, where we went from 1863 to, to today. So um, nothing really else to add because you hit on everything that um, all the Google searches are telling us. So what, what, what other thoughts do we have that we didn't hit on or that I was remiss in, in answering anything else that you just want the people out there to know from your perspective to theirs? I, I think I want to tell everybody to enjoy it. Just, just enjoy the move. Enjoy the the, the conversations. Enjoy the uh, the education. It's it's a difficult, you know, what you're delving into is is not easy. Um, it's uncomfortable, but you need to be uncomfortable. Enjoy this process because it's a great process, and as you grow through as you grow through the process, you'll appreciate it. Just enjoy it. It's it's enjoy it. Crystal, anything to add? I just can't say enough just that this is a, a day for all Americans. Um, <clears throat> it truly is a, an, an Independence Day um, for everyone. It's not just a Black holiday and um, a Black holiday that everyone can enjoy a day off. Um, there's a lot of confusion and um, misunderstanding around the holiday. So I would just drive home like, educate yourself all all people and i'll second tracy um have fun it's it's heavy right but <laughs> but here we are let's celebrate there's such again like tracy said if you can acknowledge the beauty that comes out of something so painful and ugly um there's such joy and 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 that's a wonderful thing to to see that that beauty come out of it and so have fun like have fun go out with your family and um interact with the community and um keep it easy <laughs> yeah yeah time, time better better times um so i love i i love everything that you've taught me today thank you um for honoring me and um sharing 
your perspective with the show and, and our audience and with me. I feel very grateful. Um, and I'm going to think about things a little bit differently, reflect a little bit differently and um, maybe take a couple of different steps. And I'll be celebrating with you. We'll, we'll, we'll slack a little bit and um, on Juneteenth and we'll celebrate together because that's what we should be doing. Raise Nation, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's Raise Nation topic and your daily dose of inspiration. Please tune in for a new episode release every Thursday at 12.30 p.m. That's Thursdays, 12.30 p.m. Eastern Time. But in the meantime, listen to all the episodes on Raise Nation Radio. Follow the channel that you like best so that you can get notifications about all of our new guests. Um, and if you're a fundraiser and you would like to be featured on our show, please reach out. We'd love to have you. All of you are doing such amazing things to build better tomorrows for our communities. Your stories are awe-inspiring. We'd love to feature you here on Raise Nation Radio. I would like to thank our sponsor, One Cause, for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with donors. Check it out at onecause.com and please visit the resource tab on the homepage for a broad catalog of free content, eBooks, and so much more that hopefully you'll find helpful. A huge, huge shout out and thanks to my guests, Crystal Hall and Tracy Clark, um, just for sharing a very tender and authentic voice today. Uh, thank you so, so much for being with us. I really enjoyed our conversation, but I do have to ask each of you, any last words of inspiration for our audience? I do. Um, hashtag get uncomfortable. No <laughs> real change has ever occurred from a position of being comfortable. It's time to get uncomfortable and, and handle the hard stuff. Hashtag get uncomfortable. Got it. Crystal, how about you? Love that, Tracy. I'm going to steal the hashtag and just say hashtag be intentional. Um, ask yourself every day, what, what am I being intentional about today? So I think I heard that loud and clear. We're going to get uncomfortable so we can get to a place of comfort and we're going to be intentional about doing so. Is that right? Did I get that? Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> Thank you again so much. Um, we're going to put all of this in the show notes. Tracy, hopefully you'll share with me some of the events and organizations that, that you're part of that we could get involved with. Good luck on with whatever you're doing um, and, and the events that you're supporting on Juneteenth. Let's stay in touch and keep this conversation going because it's not June 19th. It's 364 other days that we need to be mindful of as well. So thank you again so much. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. Well, Raise Nation Radio, that's a wrap. Until next time, I'm Don Lego. This is Raise Nation Radio. You stay fearless out there. <laughs>